0: April is Parkinson's Awareness Month. Visit michaeljfox.org slash april to get involved and support critical Parkinson's research. That's michaeljfox.org slash april, and thanks. Audio's rolling, video's rolling. Joe's pouring his beer. What do you (laughs) say we get to it? It's rock and roll, dude. Right on. Music goes hard, dude. So hard. <laughs> goes hard in the paint. You know, I'm almost tempted That's to ask right. you. If, uh, I'm tempted to ask you, Joe, for a Funk Mammoth remix of the beer 30. I was,
1: I was actually, I was contemplating that, but it's in, it's in a weird time signature, isn't it? Is it just me? Maybe I you don't know, know what I'm talking about.
0: I'm I'm not sure. I'd have to ask my buddy. Um, mm. I don't think I don't think it's it's too crazy, but. I, c- I could reach out to my to the guy who who produced it and let you know, but having a having a Funk Mammoth remix would be kick-ass, man. I well, would... And
1: then on the same thing, some stuff is just too pure, too good, you don't want to touch, and I think that kind of falls into that category.
0: That's right. Why ruin the Mona Lisa?
1: Right, exactly. You don't put a hat on it or anything.
0: It's yeah, ex- <laughs> <it>. <laughs> exactly. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> Welcome to episode 67 of Nebraska Beer 30 I'm Grady McGuire. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on your podcast app, hit subscribe for us. I say us like there's 17 of me. If you do that, it shows that you're supporting the show and you'll get some notifications. Whenever new episodes are up, make sure to hit that bell on YouTube. Um, that'll, yeah, you'll be sure to get notifications with the notification bell. Follow us, follow us on the, the social media platforms with at NEBeer30. That's the letters NE and Beer30. And if you're bored, hit the hotline at 402 370 9900. Leave us a voicemail there. If you do leave us a voicemail, or you rate and review the show, or you share something on social media about the show, you earn yourself a free sticker. Ain't that awesome, Joe?
1: I might do it. Right after this, sweet, perfect. We'll do it. That's a that's a promise.
0: I like it. I like it, Joe. And your voicemail will be on the (laughs) on the next episode. That voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is Joe Greml, the groovy marsupial funk mammoth himself.
1: Marsupial, is that what uh,
0: mammoth technically is? I I think so. I. I actually googled that <laughs> because I thought up groovy marsupial, <laughs> marsupial earlier today, and that's it said that mammoths were marsupials. I've so, been to what
1: was yeah. it Moral Hall teen amount of times, and I'd never learned that.
0: Yep. So now you know when you walk past Morrill Hall and you see the big mammoth, that's uh, that's you, baby. That's it right. is. So, Joe here is a musician. Joe, actually, actually, Joe, I'm sorry. Before we get into this, I keep forgetting to talk about the beer I'm drinking. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about yours here too, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna crack open a beer from Pint Nine Brewing, who is from La Vista, um, Nebraska. This is Pint Nine's IPA. This beer is being opened by our sponsor, Steel Pig Forge. Check out Steel Pig Forge for all your hand forged knives and cutlery. Um. Actually, Garrett from Steel Pig Forge recently had a, someone tried to rob his car, and he chased him down his driveway. Um, And eventually, he got all the the car's info where this guy came from, and they ended up catching the guy. But that was not before Garrett decided to crack that guy's windshield before he fled. Kind of a crazy story. But, hey, Joe, what are you drinking? I, I know you're sipping on a beer. True. I am currently sipping on a wine and Kugel cool summer shandy. Oh, baby! I, it
1: was between that or a, a single can of Natural Light, sixteen ounce tall boy, and I kind of figured I'd get a little fancy with it. Wanna, <laughs> there you go. You know, you're over there with some nice craft IPA or something, and here I am drinking. You know, like I'm a, a fraternity man.
0: <laughs> Dude, there's no problem with that, Joe. There's there's a time and a place. For every kind of beer, I, um, A few months ago I was drinking some Best Ice. Uh, oh, yeah, what? yeah, basically because it was the only How thing much? there. I'm sorry.
1: How much is that a case?
0: Uh, a case, Just... a, a 15 pack of Best Ice is 6.99 a case. Oh no,
1: that's that's a record. Like I've looked for some cheap beer in my time, but. That that takes the cake, yeah. That
0: it's time. it is pretty <laughs> it is pretty gnarly, dude. That, <laughs> I tell you what, summer shandy though has such a, a spot in my heart because it is just such a crushable summertime beer. I
1: Absolutely, really,
0: yeah, man. I, I really look forward to it whenever it comes out every year. And the crazy thing is too, summer shandy now keeps coming out earlier and earlier. We're seeing it in stores like late January, early February, when there's still <laughs> snow on the ground. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, Joe, you are Funk Mammoth from That's here true. in in Lincoln. What mm-hmm. what is Funk Mammoth? What kind of music do you make?
1: So, I would describe it as like instrumental hip hop, basically. So, the same kind of techniques used to make those beats is how I make my music. Okay. So I go through record stores, pick out some old like solo or easy listening stuff, take it home, kind of thumb through the record, record little bits and pieces or the whole song, and then just kind of have a giant list of samples that I kind of throw together and hopefully it comes out all right.
0: That's rad. What, what kind of, where are you going to pick up these records, these, these samples?
1: Oh, the main place in Lincoln is a place called Backtrack Records. Okay. It's attached to – I think this the same owner also owns like a bowling ball repair shop. So I'll be digging through like <laughs> Anna Ross and hear all the latest like lane gossip that's like, oh, you're here, Ted. You know, Ted came over here. He was trying to use some of the stock balls at the alley. Stepping over the line, you know, that kind of stuff. So – it's, it's
0: weird and wild. Ain't nobody got time for that. That is hilarious. <laughs> you know, I I never realized growing up, bowling, you know, we just went out bowling for fun. And growing up, you don't realize that there's a whole league for bowling. There's a whole professional bowling league. And back in, oh, was it January? Did you know that the, the Nationals for the bowling league was held here in Lincoln?
1: Like Pete Weber comes to Lincoln, or he you would have come
0: to Lincoln. Is is Pete Weber like the Michael Jordan of bowling?
1: He's the guy who yelled at the guy in the crowd. The uh, what was his famous line? Who do you think you are? I am that guy.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that guy. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, I th- <laughs> yeah. He just goes on a rant. <laughs> oh man, I love that clip. I forgot about that. Yeah, he. I don't know if. He was kind of, yeah, he was old school. I don't know if he still bowls, but I, I, I hope he came to, to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, out at Sun Valley Lanes, they had the the Nationals for the for PBA. It was pretty crazy. That
1: is news to me. I know pretty, the university has a really good team.
0: Mm-hmm. They do. The, the university is good at bowling and football and volleyball. Volleyball, too. That's true. Volleyball is moving to the pinnacle. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nuts, um, yeah, Joe. I, so. I I noticed I I have yet to ask you, you. You seem like a young guy. How how old are you, Joe? I will be twenty five at
1: the twenty third of July. Okay, like my, my own birthday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Get used to that. I'm so I'm twenty eight. <laughs> I'm twenty eight, and I have to constantly remind myself how old I am. When. <laughs> when people ask me, I really have to think about it. I, I got to pull out a calculator. I've got to call my mom and, and ask when I was born. Uh, so yeah. So get used to that. You, you, you definitely, have you been told you have a, a baby face? Because you, look you look like to me, I thought you were, you know, when we first jumped on this zoom chat, I was thinking you were like 21, 22.
1: All right. I'm yeah. aging
0: gracefully. You are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing. Um, what were we yeah. talking about before bowling? And, oh, yeah, records. <laughs> records. Yeah, record. records. We really got enough on fans. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, when you first realized you wanted to make music like you are, did you? <clears throat> what made you gravitate towards sort of this older style, these older samples?
1: Oh, they just have a lot of soul, I guess. That's why they call it soul music. And a lot of the more popular names are are well heard of, but there's a lot of stuff no one's ever really heard about. So I think it's pretty cool to, and you hear this term used all the time in like sample-based music. They always say breathing life into the music. And it's a little cliche, but... Uh, that's a, a pretty cool little sentiment, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you... So I, I listened to your music. I checked you out on, on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got some amazing numbers on Spotify, by the way, dude. You've got millions of, of streams. Congratulations. That's Yeah,
1: I appreciate it. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. I... My first, uh, I guess my first thought I had when I first started listening to your music was, oh, this is, this is like get shit done music. It's at least, at least for me, um, since you shot me a message on Instagram and I've started listening to your music, I listen to your music when I'm doing chores around the house, when I'm running errands, when I actually, I listen to your music a lot as I'm jogging. I, I like to jog in the mornings. Um. But I, I love it, man. It's it's peppy, it just sort of gets you going. It's it's feel good music, and this stuff on Spotify. I know this is older music, but you have something new coming out, correct? Correct.
1: So July third. I'm not sure when this will this episode's gonna be mm-hmm. airing, but it might be out. It might not be uh, July third, though. New album uh, called Retirement Resort. It's like a forty-five minute, fifteen-track album that kinda, each song blend to the next, kind of like uh, like a lot of like popular Pink Floyd albums, mm-hmm. kind of do that. Um, I was inspired by a group called the Avalanche's. They're a, a very sample-heavy Australian Australian group. Okay. Um, that they they make similar albums and any chill hop scene which i consider myself a part of it's like more internet based uh, pop instrumental guys not you don't really see that a lot so i'm trying to just kind of wiggle my way into that niche of the guy who you are supposed to listen to the entire album all the way through rather than just little bits and pieces of of the album little tracks but those are not exactly the best thing to do in the age of Spotify, where to get playlisted, you have one good song and then the rest of the album can be okay. But as long as you get that one track on a Spotify playlist, you're good. But yeah. I don't really care. <laughs>
0: well, that's that's awesome. I I love albums that you can listen all the way through. You know, I, mm. a lot of artists these days they're so they're so single heavy you know you're, right. you like a lot of artists on the radio just release single after single they really don't drop albums like they used to anymore so good on you for mm-hmm. actually creating an album i know that that takes a lot of time and a lot of of hard work and i'm hoping to have this up by july 3rd joe so it might drop right on july 3rd but we'll we'll get it out there and and help help spread the word. So, Perfect. and Joe, what, what was, did you say ca- casual hop or what, what was the genre you mentioned?
1: Yeah. Chill hop.
0: Chill hop. Thank so you. So it's,
1: it's technically, yeah, it's technically a label okay. that is like based out in Europe, but they were pretty influential in kind of spreading that around the internet, that kind of music. So, that's kind of what I call it. There's a lot of different names for it. Like sometimes I get lumped in with like lo-fi. You you see a lot of those like lo-fi streams. So I don't really consider myself a part of that community, but it's also very similar. It's, you know, if you call me lo-fi, I'm not going to get offended or anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is, is chill hop something that's popular here in, in Lincoln? Are there other people doing it?
1: Not that I'm aware of. If someone who makes it hears this podcast, please reach out to me. Let's <laughs> let's hang out and make some beats. But uh, I know a couple of guys that do more lo-fi stuff. Um, the electronic music scene here is very uh, like bass heavy. They do a lot of like bass house. And I guess my my definition of like drum and bass, but I think that might've changed the last time I listened to that. was in like, 2012. So seems obviously changed in <laughs> 10 years. So yep. a little I, more uh, heavy than the stuff I kind of bring to the table. So
0: your, your stuff is definitely more chill. It's, it's longboarding music, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: so it can be, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, I, um, I was just going to mention, we had Derek from black magic on the show
1: um yeah and i i played a show for them at the royal grove oh i want to stay back in september so it was i'm sure for the people in attendance it was a little weird hearing like what like your uh intro music with a beat over and then getting into some house music i'm sure it's a little clashing so uh, those guys are awesome i know I, t- I talked to Caleb and I know he also had Spencer Munson on. Mm-hmm. Uh talked to those guys pretty frequently trying to find a place for me. So
0: <laughs> good. I you know, those guys are all very, very friendly. Is the mm-hmm. is the community of musicians um is everyone trying to boost everybody else up? Is it, I is think it so, pretty yeah. positive?
1: Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure the, there was one DJ, I'm not going to say his name, but I think he, he might've called me a lazy DJ when I was trying to uh, do a show with him. He was like, no lazy DJing, man. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to do this show. with you. That's, I'll do something else, but.
0: That's a weird whatever. thing to say. <laughs> Cause yeah. Yeah. You guys basically do the same thing, I would assume. Yeah, I think he wanted more.
1: There's like turntablists, so like when you see the videos of like dudes like scratching. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yep, that's what I think he was going for with the show. But that's not really my style. I, I see myself more as like a, a beat maker, music producer who mm-hmm. just happens to do his live shows in the form of a DJ
0: set. Have you b- being? A producer, have you worked with any sort of rap artist or any other musicians in the past? No,
1: no, they there's been some that have reached out to me <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, you can use my beats, go ahead. But uh, for the most part, I just kind of do my own thing. And if someone wants to spit over it,
0: there you go, how about it. <laughs> nice, give me a hell yeah. yeah, spill or spit over it. That's wonderful. Hell no, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Joe. Joe, did you did you grow up musical? Did you play any instruments growing up? I I didn't.
1: I kind of wish my parents would have forced me to do piano lessons, Mm. but but they didn't. So I'm I like kind of know where a C is on a keyboard. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I do everything through a program called Ableton Mm Live, and I've been doing that since like I want to say 2008. I, I've been working with Ableton so I, I know that program pretty well and if you use that thing as an instrument so I know my way around that just good. the job done
0: yeah it's it's such a different world what you do at, at least to me so I I grew up playing guitar I started playing guitar mm-hmm. when I was around 11 or 12 and I've been playing in bands here in Lincoln since I was about 14 and, and I know how to make the guitar sound good but when it comes to working with electronics like Ableton, um Pro mm-hmm. Tools, stuff like that, I'm just uh, I have no idea what, what's going on. So <laughs> it's it's a completely different skill that I I wish I I had. Was that something that took a while for you to learn? Yeah,
1: I I started off in like garage band. Oh yeah, just like everyone else. And kind I of yeah. worked my way into Yeah, so I was, like, in the fourth grade, like, putting little loops together. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Um, (laughs) And then I, like, got a free version of Ableton Live and was just like, this is too much. Let me go back to GarageBand for a little bit. And (laughs) then just kind of kept dipping my toes into it a little bit because it is pretty intimidating seeing just, like, all the amount of options you have. It's a little overwhelming. But Mm -hmm. thankfully, YouTube is a thing. and You just literally everything is on there. So anything you ever want to know.
0: Dude, thank God for YouTube. I'm like no, you, right? You nailed it. No kidding. Anything you want to learn is, is on YouTube. I Seriously, it's,
1: it's already been done, and some guy who says, What's up, guys, at the start of his video has done it.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> what's up, guys? Yeah, it's uh, you're, yeah, you're so right. It's either what's up, guys, or it's poorly shot almost like old school camcorder video from a guy who's like 55 and has a mustache. And this is how you fix your dishwasher. And it's terrible cuts right. in between him. and yeah.
1: <laughs> but a, a good, a good YouTube hack real quick. You just put in like dishwasher and then do by upload date. Mm-hmm. So it's like stuff that has like maybe one view. It'll change your whole YouTube career.
0: Really? It's some wild stuff on there. Dude, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm gonna to have to use that. Oh yeah! Holy cow, that's cool. It's awesome. <laughs> and, and now you, and now the listeners know too. If, right. If you find anything awesome on YouTube, send it our way, and we'll play it on the podcast. <laughs> I I say our way like there's 24 of me, but <laughs> um, Joe, I I've, I have to ask you because this is something. That we talked about on the on the last podcast, I asked mm-hmm. people to to call in and chime in on where the best pizza place is here in Lincoln. Best local pizza place: Yayas, Lazari's, Ramos. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you th- What's your favorite pizza place here in Lincoln?
1: I, I listened to that episode, and I I would actually have to say Valentino's. I know that's like uh, – uh, I'm agreeing with Tom Osborne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, uh, what, what was it? What was it? Ya-ya's that gives you the hunk of bread?
0: <laughs> hmm yep.
1: That's a shifty move because that's just distracting you from the pizza. It should only be the pizza. Give me the pizza. None of these other bells and whistles.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I can – you know, a breadstick here and there is nice. A, a Valentino's breadstick, dude. I don't think you get I don't think you well, can yeah. get any better than a Val's breadstick. But um I like that you said vals because all my, all my buddies who I started this conversation with said that Vals was the worst. And I don't understand why they say that because Vals is so
1: good. It's so good. And the, actually a little caveat to my answer, a uh-huh. Vals that's in Memorial Stadium. Yes. It's the greatest, maybe, thing you'll ever eat.
0: Yes. That's very true. I don't true.
1: know what they do to it. Maybe it's sitting in its own heat for a little bit, but so good.
0: Dude, it is. And there's, you know, what's in that instance, it's, it's almost like beer. You know, uh, uh, the taste of beer is amplified by who you're around and what you're doing, right? So mm-hmm. that summer shandy is probably going to taste way better if you're at Brantstoke Lake you know, swimming around and hanging out with your buddies than it would be Mm -hmm. if you were sitting in a room by yourself, you know. But but that's just one thing Valentino's has going for it is that it it is the only pizza in Memorial Stadium and that makes Valentino's that much better. I think. Right. Yeah. But but who's to say, you know, maybe what if Yaya's was in Memorial Stadium? Would Yaya's be the best pizza? I I don't know.
1: We're getting pretty theoretical here. We uh, are. That's we, a good question,
0: oh, wow. <laughs> Joe. We could probably have a whole podcast about about pizza. <laughs> you and I, <laughs> pizza theory, <laughs> pizza theory. Yes, that's something that it's something that should be taught in school. I, I really believe mm-hmm. that. So, Joe, you you mentioned you've you've been playing, or you you had been playing shows around town. How's it? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be stuck at home? with the whole COVID deal going around and not being able to play shows? It
1: sucks. Um, (laughs) Thankfully, I also work at Kawasaki, just like a little office job working, buying stuff for them. Uh, So like my income isn't relying solely on music, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I imagined the guys who are full-time musicians that would really be, cramp their style. Um, but otherwise, I guess I'm just looking at it as more time to kind of practice and refine, you know, what I'm playing when I would play that sort of thing. So making the most of it. Um, I was, I was talking to Spencer Munson and it sounds like the rail yard is open back up. So at at this moment in time, I should be playing a, a set out there the 24th of July. Awesome. So we're, I think we're kind of easing back into it if, uh, if we don't get too bad, uh, in terms of cases going up, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Only time will tell. So, ladies and gents, make sure you go see Joe. Make sure you go see Funk Mammoth in the rail yard, in the rail yard, July 24th. Um, and while he's up there performing, make sure you yell "Nebraska beer 30" at Joe <laughs> if you see him right. there. Yell "Nebraska beer 30," and maybe Joel. If, if, uh-huh. if they do that,
1: I'll let them behind the the DJ booth. They can they can turn some knobs there with me. That's a that's a funk man with a guarantee.
0: Boom! You son of a bitch. That's a great guarantee. That's awesome. <laughs> you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe. You know, Joe, I'm going to try to make it down, and I'm just going to yell "Nebraska beer 30" at you because I would love to get up on stage with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You, I'm, I'm a I terrible, it. I'm a terrible dancer, though, Joe.
1: I, it, so am I. I'm like six four, and like super gangly. <laughs> I can't move at all, but it's it's the energy you bring that that people attach to. So, as long as it's positive energy, people have a good time.
0: Yeah. There you go. And the nice thing is, like I said before, your music is full of positive energy. So it's, I imagine it's, it's pretty hard to dance badly at one of your shows.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people ask me how to dance to like my music. I'm like, hey, just move. Just make it work. Maybe they're not very creative dancers. I don't really know.
0: <laughs> well, if they're anything like you and I, because I'm, I'm tall and gangly too. Uh, if they're anything like us, they might look a little awkward, but as long as they're getting down, man, that's all that, that's all that really matters, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Joe, let's see here. Oh, I lost my page. I had a bunch of questions pulled up for you. Oh, oh what happened? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't watching. Were you saying dough because of me? Yes. Okay,
1: <laughs> we're, we're we're so good. Thank I you. See you see loud and clear.
0: Perfect. See you loud and clear. Hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Joe, when did when did you know that you wanted to make music? Was there a moment in time when you thought I could do this?
1: Uh, I don't really think there was like a specific moment. Mm-hmm. I I started off um, uploading like whole hour long like DJ sets to SoundCloud. And then one day I uploaded just a little edit of someone else's track that I thought was a little better. So it was like, you know, three minutes. And then that one got probably more place than any of my other mixes combined. So I was like, hold on, maybe I can do this with old soul music. and People would enjoy that too. So it just kind of took off from there. And I had been doing that in the past, but just never really put anything out. Mm-hmm. And so once I started putting out actual tracks and those uh, getting some warm reception on SoundCloud, then I was like, okay, maybe I got something here.
0: There you go. A little yeah. a little trial by fire. Create something, put it on the internet, and, and see what people think. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Well, Joe... We're coming to the end of the show. That music, that you can hear, wink, means <laughs> means we're coming to the end here. Uh, where can people find out more about your music? Where can people find out more about Funk Mammoth?
1: Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Kind of use Facebook for like live stuff. Just Funk Mammoth is pretty. Uh, unique name so if you just put in Funk Mammoth into really anything Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music I should pop right up all
0: one word, Funk Mammoth beautiful, the groovy marsupial baby and (laughs) that's right (laughs) make sure you check out Joe's new album being released on July 3rd and go see him in the rail yard here in Lincoln on July 24th and make sure you yell Nebraska Beer 30 that's right that would be awesome. <laughs> but Joe, thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Uh thanks for having a beer with me. Hey. Cheers, man. Cheers, dude.